Hello everyone, welcome to the virtual preceptor training course. This course consists of a series of modules aimed to provide you with the knowledge and skills needed to be a successful preceptor. In this module, we're going to discuss the roles and responsibilities of the preceptor regarding to constructive feedback. For this presentation, our learning outcomes and goals are to define feedback and understand what it is to provide constructive feedback, describe why it's essential in the orientation process, and discuss different techniques that we can provide to the employees that we are training. We're also going to kind of list barriers and common mistakes surrounding feedback. It's important to understand why feedback is important. Feedback is important to make sure that everyone's on the same page as they're going through the process of training. It allows individuals to evaluate their work. It will promote confidence and competence within the employee and the trainee. It gives them an opportunity to grow and listen and allows them to take their performance to a higher level. A big thing about feedback is that people want to know when they're doing something right. They want to know how they can improve. Being a preceptor really allows you to show that person where you feel that they can improve and how they can get better at something. People are not going to know they're doing something wrong until we tell them. And it's important to tell them in a respectful way so that they can learn and grow from that experience. Who should be providing feedback? Preceptors act as a role model for new employees and offer them feedback in a variety of different ways. It's also important that the preceptor is relaying information and updating managers about training and allowing that manager time to provide feedback to the new employee. When we provide feedback to our new employees, we want to make sure that we're giving that feedback in a timely manner. We want it to be as close to the event as possible. We want it to be in a private area, avoiding other staff members, patients, or families from overhearing the conversation. We want to use I statements to communicate our perspective and our point of view to the new hire. We want to keep it to two issues and no more than that so that they don't feel attacked when we're discussing opportunities for improvement when providing feedback. We also want to make sure that we're being respectful to them. Nobody wants to feel disrespected. Avoid using negative or threatening comments in these types of situations. When providing feedback, these are common mistakes that may happen. Sometimes we can be too vague when providing feedback to our employees. We can say something like, oh, you didn't perform well in that room without giving specific examples. It's important to avoid speaking for others. Oh, this person told me that you made a mistake, but you're not elaborating on what the mistake was, what happened, and you were not there to observe that. Sometimes we can be exaggerated with generalities. It's important to focus on one thing and help the employee learn and grow from that. Sometimes it goes on too long. Remember, we wanna keep it to two issues or less so that they don't feel attacked and they know what exactly they need to focus on. 
It's also important to use the appropriate behavior and be respectful. Sarcasm is not a way to provide any kind of feedback and it will not be successful. All of these common mistakes will often put someone on the defense and make them want to shut down. So it's important to be aware of these common mistakes to prevent them when providing your feedback. Feedback can be provided in a formal way or an informal way. A formal way would be part of your structured assessment. For example, whatever your institution follows as far as written assessments. Informal would be more of a day-to-day -day basis. For example, if you notice an issue in that moment, pulling that learner aside and discussing it in real time with them before moving forward. If we don't provide feedback either in informal or formal way, the learner is going to think everything is fine. They're going to think they're performing exactly how they should, and that will cost them down the line. So it's important to provide these types of feedback together. You want to make sure day to day you're providing them with feedback and also in a formal manner. Let's get into types of feedback that we can provide. One way to provide feedback is in a way of a feedback sandwich. This is a layered type of feedback. First you provide the learner with a positive comment and then you give them some constructive feedback followed by a reaffirming positive comment. So for example, you could say, you completed all of your tasks on time today and that was really great. However, you were a little dismissive of your coworkers when they needed your help. Maybe tomorrow we can focus on getting your tasks done, but also continuing to collaborate with your team members to ensure that they feel supported as well. This will allow for the individual, the learners, not to feel discouraged, but motivate to learn and to continue to do well. This will also help prevent any negative effects that the learner may have when receiving the feedback. Another tool that is shown to be successful is the Situation Behavior Impact Tool. In this tool, the preceptor will describe a situation that happened. Important to remember that we avoid being too general. They'll then go on to explain the behavior of what was noticed. And finally, they'll discuss the impact that that behavior had on an overall situation. This has allows the new employee, the learner, to reflect on the situation and their behavior and discuss strategies for improvement. For example, the preceptor can say, I noticed that you arrived five minutes late to work and then took an additional 10 minutes to come out and start completing your assigned duties. Then you'd want to discuss the behavior of tardiness and exactly what we want to address. Finally, we'll end with the impact that being tardy can have on our coworkers and the unit overall. This will allow the learner to really focus and understand and reflect on the situation. Another great and successful tool is Pendleton's model for feedback. This allows the learner the opportunity to evaluate their own practice and identify ways to improve. It allows for immediate feedback from the observer. First, you're going to ask the learner, what do they feel went well? And then tell them what you observed went well. Then you'll ask them, 
what could be improved and then tell them what you feel and observed could be improved. The key to this model is to encourage reflection of, for the learner. We want to make sure that they're looking at the situation and thinking of how they personally can improve. This is a student-led approach. We try to avoid using words like better or wrong to create that positive reinforcement and change. These are other tips and tricks when providing feedback to make sure it's successful. We need to remember that these are novice learners. They will not know how to do their job right away. We need to supervise them, check off on their competencies, and provide them with respectful feedback in a timely manner. We wanna make sure that we're guiding them. They need strong preceptors who understand what it's like to be new. It's important to remember that if they do know how to do certain things, it might not always be the right way or the way that we do things in our policy. Refer to the facts. Remember to go back to policy stat. Remember to look at what exactly it is we do within our units and departments when we're providing feedback and provide resources for support. Remember that these learners are coming into a new environment and we need to be supportive as much as possible. Another great way when providing feedback is using certain experiences. Case-based experiences would be scenarios of your actions to provide outcome development. Another important and good way is storytelling to teach them and allow them to also share their experiences and perhaps provide feedback after they give you the end result. In summary, when providing feedback, make sure that you're being direct. Make sure that you are relaying this information in a timely manner and you're expressing your concern as to why you're bringing this up to the learner. Make sure that you provide them with appreciation. Let them know that they are doing well when they do well. Make sure that your feedback is not hostile or picky. Make sure that it doesn't demean someone and that it's respectful. It should be caring and clear focused on what exactly needs improvement. Thank you for your time and attention today. We appreciate your dedication to professional development and growth in your career at Franciscan.